Okay, so this is kind of an unplanned episode, meaning I have no notes, no outline, nothing. I'm just gonna wing it. <sighs> Let's hope it goes how I want it to go. Um, this episode is gonna be about being, I think it's first generation. I don't know if it's first or second. I don't know, don't clock me, but I think it's being a first-generation immigrant. So my parents are immigrants, and I'm the first-generation born and raised here, I guess. I think that's how it works. But basically, yeah, this episode is going to be about that, and... <sighs> Sorry, I'm so out of breath. I'm literally in the gym parking lot right now. Um, yeah, it's going to be about my experience as a first-generation immigrant, and my parents' experience, and kind of the collective experience that I've seen for other first-generation immigrants, and I really don't know if I'm a first-gen or second-gen, but you guys know what I mean. You know what I mean when I say I'm not an immigrant myself, my parents are immigrants, yeah. Um, but basically, I want to talk about this today because I'm seeing so much stuff these days that irritates me and it kind of I kind of brought it up a little bit in my last episode which was my name is not that hard to pronounce um I touched on it a little bit when I said something like basically my parents generation so like my parents and some of my friends parents that are immigrant or were immigrants I don't know if you're you know what I mean that came here from a different country, think kind of like they just kind of take crap from people who aren't immigrants. Okay, actually, we're all immigrants technically, so, but you know what I mean? Like people in power or, I'm sorry, but white people. <laughs> I feel like my parents and the rest of their generation kind of gets pushed around out here and they think that they don't need to stand up for themselves or maybe they think being immigrants that they got they got like enough of what they needed or like whatever at least they're here at least their kids got a good good education stuff like that so they think like all right, whatever, we'll just take what comes at us, and I'm here to correct that. Um, I don't really want to go too much into detail about this because it's not my business, it's not even my family's business, it's a family friend. They're kind of going through something where I'm seeing this right now, where a family friend, how do I explain this? Her aunt is basically getting pushed around because she's an immigrant and maybe her English isn't as advanced as some of us who were born and raised here with English being kind of our native language. And I've also seen this with another family friend where she was kind of being harassed at work by her manager and these people think that they can get away with it and they think that they can continue doing this to immigrants. Because they think, what are they going to do? They think, whatever, their English isn't advanced. 
think this manager is thinking, oh, well, she's not going to write a letter to HR because her English isn't that advanced. So I can just harass her. I can just push her around and say whatever I want to her. Ha ha. You thought little did you know that there's a law school child in her family who's going to write that letter for her, who's going to make sure your ass gets complained against. Sorry for cussing. I know I promised that this would be as clean as possible, but I'm heated. And the situation that I saw occur today, it's not necessarily along those lines, or not, it's not the same situation, it's not a workplace situation, but it's still a situation in the public sphere where an immigrant is getting pushed around and higher-ups or people of authority think that they're not going to get checked because what is this poor Pakistani Muslim woman going to do? How is she going to stand up for herself? And I'm seeing people from my parents' generation, like, in that age group, kind of just being like, no, like, don't piss them off more, don't push back, don't fight back. And I think that that's so unacceptable. Not that that generation is saying that or that they have that mentality, but that they have to say that, that they think they have to have that mentality to survive. And that's so, so, so unacceptable. And... I'm so glad that they have kids, that they have us who grew up here, who were educated here, that know that that's not acceptable and that someone is going to come to check them. I don't care if it's me. I don't care who it is, but someone's going to check them. I'm so glad that our parents have someone to stand up for them because otherwise, what would happen? And I see my dad get pushed around because he's Pakistani and... I see my mom get pushed around, I see our family friends, and I just think, like, it's 2020, what are we still doing? How are you people still getting away with this? And I feel so bad for our parents and my aunts and my uncles who think that they have to bear this kind of treatment, who think that they have to endure it, because they don't. And y'all better believe that the second I pass my bar exam, like, I'm coming after all of you. Like, no one is getting away with this anymore. I don't care how high up your place is. I don't care what authority figure you are. I don't care. You will get sued. Like, this is just... I can't even believe that it's gone this way for so long. Like, there's so much racism, so much discrimination, so much prejudice, and like so many civil rights violations going on right now against all people of color, against immigrants, and nah, like my generation is gonna make sure y'all cut it out. We're not gonna stand for this. That's why we're all about to be in power. That's why we're going to law school. That's why we're going to med school. That's why we're getting our PhDs, like, to make sure that you guys cannot trample over us anymore. You can't trample over our families. We're not going to take it. And my mom always has something to say to me. She's always like, why are you so mad? Why are you always so ready to cuss somebody out or fight someone or this, this, and that? And I'm like, because this is, like, generations of abuse and generations of discrimination that we're just... Like, I'm sorry, we're just not going to take it anymore. I'm sure people at the gym right now think I'm talking to myself. I kind of am. Because only, like, two of my friends listen to this podcast anyways. But 
<laughs> I feel like a psycho because I'm like yelling into my phone and I'm trying really hard to like hold my phone super high so people think I'm at least on the phone. Anyways, sorry for going on a tangent. But, and like I have an example, this isn't necessarily about being immigrants, but it is about being people of color in a white neighborhood. So where I live, it's like very, very predominantly white and I'm not saying this to brag or anything because it, it's not my money, but it's like kind of a rich neighborhood that we live in. And I don't know what the hell is wrong with my neighbors. It is very unlikely that this podcast will get back to them, but I hope to God it does one day. But we've been living in this neighborhood since I was in like 10th grade. So I was like 15. I'm 22 now. So what, like seven years? Yeah, we've been living in this neighborhood for seven years, and I swear to you, the day we moved in, all these white women's wigs were snatched. They were so upset. I don't... I don't know. My dad is a lot younger than them. My parents are a lot younger than them. They're brown. I'm sure that really, really offends them for God knows what reason, but anyways... So we have like a really tricky neighborhood to drive in. I swear all of this makes sense when I get to the end of the story. I'm not just sitting here talking to talk and hear my voice. But we have a really like windy, tricky, narrow like area to drive in, whatever. And yeah, like my family drives a little fast, whatever. We're still driving safe. We're still making sure everyone's safe. I mean, I almost ran over a man. And his dog today. I'm so sorry, sir. That's my dad. <laughs> Other than that, like, we're always pretty safe for the most part. And I'm sorry, but the rest of my neighbors are all driving, like, blind dogs. So, but, spoiler alert, they're white. So, no one complains about them. But my neighbor actually had the audacity to follow my brother and his friends up our driveway, get out of her car, and scream at my brother about his driving on our property. Now, mind you, they were driving a little terribly, but like I said, the rest of our neighbors also drive like blind dogs, so I don't see that much of a difference. At least my brother can see. Okay, he really can't see because he... It's like almost legally blind, whatever. But point being, yeah, we all drive a little crazy, including everybody else in the neighborhood. But this woman had the audacity to drive up my driveway and yell at my brother on his own property about, you're driving like a psycho, you're being unsafe, I'm gonna call the cops on you, blah, 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 this is illegal. So my brother clocked her. My brother's a smartass. Thank God he is, because so am I. He was like, um, I have cameras recording you illegally on my property right now, so don't talk to me about illegal. Like, I will get you arrested if you don't get off my property immediately. Thank God my brother said this. And... Like, we weren't, I guess the rest of my family, like me, my mom, my dad, we weren't home when this happened. But then my brother told us when we all got home. And I looked at my parents and I was like, are you guys going to do something about this? Like, are you going to go down there and tell them never to set foot on our property again? Otherwise, they're leaving in handcuffs. Or don't ever speak to my son again. If you have a problem, you can calmly call us or 
show up on our property and ring the doorbell like a normal civilized human being if you really have something you would like to discuss with us. Other than that, do not set foot on my property or you will leave in handcuffs. And my parents were just like, no, your brother should not have been driving that way. Now, I was so taken aback that I asked, I was like, can I go down there and cuss them out then? Like, if you guys aren't going to do anything about it, if you guys aren't going to protect your own, can I go do it? Because, I mean, mind you, like, my brother's a grown man. He's 25, so he's an adult. He, this was, like, maybe two years ago, so he was either, like, 23, maybe he was, like, 24. This might have been a year ago. I'm not sure. I don't exactly remember, but he was a grown man. He held his own. He said what he needed to say and got her off our property, but... I just think this pattern of our parents' generation, like, and again, I don't blame them because I genuinely think that this is, like, something that they learned when they moved here or they maybe just, like, picked up, like, it was acquired over time that they kind of thought that they had to put their heads down and move quietly in order to survive and succeed and, like, set a good life for their kids I just think that that's so disgusting that they had to learn that and that they weren't able to stand up for themselves and that they're not able to stand up for their kids. Like, I, I can't imagine a word, I'm, or a world where I wouldn't stand up for my kid. I'm sorry, if someone has anything to say to my kid, I will probably drag them by their hair. Like, you will not speak to my kid in any type of sideways, crazy way because I will come after you. Like, I don't care. That's, that's not a thing, but I think that maybe that's a privilege that my generation has, that first generation kids who grew up here have that our parents didn't have. And I think it's so frustrating and like, I really want to be able to correct it. I want us to be able to stand up for our parents now because we're old enough and we're, we sure as hell are educated enough. And I don't, this is in no way a threat. I'm not saying like, I'm going to come after y'all. I'm saying I'm coming after y'all legally. Absolutely. Like y'all will get slapped with a lawsuit if you want to come at my parents or any of my friend's parents or any of my parents' friends sideways. Like I'm slapping you with a lawsuit. Yes, absolutely. We're not we're not going to go outside the law here. No, <laughs> we're not crazy. But yeah, like there's just, there's no excuse for this anymore. And I'm so sad that our parents didn't have that privilege to stand up to gross people like this. Cause I sure as hell will. And so will the rest of my generation. I'm hoping at least, but yeah, that was kind of, I'm so sorry that I keep ranting in these. Like, I really don't mean to. I don't mean to be so angry, but... I should just start every episode reminding everyone that I'm a Scorpio and I have a tendency to yell. That's just... It's who I am. But... Yeah. Bottom line is... I hate that our parents had to live this way, had to survive this way. Um... I'm glad that they brought us here to have a better life because we do and we have, we may still be discriminated against and have certain powers working against us, but at least we have that privilege that 
we're educated and we we are the children of immigrants, but we are not immigrants ourselves. So nobody, nobody is going to tell us we can't do something or no one is going to hold us back in this way that our parents have been held back and we're not about to take it. We will use every avenue, every legal avenue, <laughs> every legal avenue, every tool we have to fight it. Like we're, this is what our educations were for. This is why our parents brought us here to have better lives, to have better educations. And our parents did so much for us. They sacrificed so, so, so much. My parents were what? Like my age when they moved here with nothing, without their families. All for what? For them to have to put their heads down quietly to survive out here? Hell no. I'm so grateful that they sacrificed all of that for us so that we can now have their backs and we can stand up for them and make sure that they have better lives too. Yeah. Um, thank you for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm such an angry individual, but I think these things need to be said. Like, I think our parents have done so much for us and they deserve to have that same protection, that same respect and rigor in making sure that they have good lives too. Yeah. Ain't nobody coming for my parents because you will hear from me. You will have a lawsuit on your doorstep the next morning. Like, best believe. That's just, that's not happening. And if any of my friends' parents, if any of my parents' friends, if any of y'all do not have a crazy lawyer child in your family, I will represent you. Please don't worry. <laughs> this is what we're going to law school for. This is why we're doing this. But yeah, and I encourage all my family friends, all the people I know that are in the Brown community that are also first generation, like children of immigrants, I encourage you to stand up for your parents in the same way. I, it doesn't necessarily have to be like as a lawyer, as a doctor, like it doesn't have to be any of that, but we might be Pakistani and Muslim, but we are also damn sure American. So we know our rights. We have every right to be here just as other Americans do. Our parents have every right to have a good life. And not just because, I mean, my parents are American citizens, so you sure as hell better not come for them or try to discriminate against them. But even if our parents aren't immigrant or not even if our parents aren't citizens, if they're still Pakistani citizens, Indian citizens, Mexican citizens, like, I don't care. Regardless, they are residents in America. They have built their lives here and they deserve to be protected. They deserve to have their rights. And as American kids, we know our rights and we know our parents' rights. So I encourage you to stand up for your parents as well. Take care of them. They took care of us our whole lives. So yeah, I keep saying thank you for coming to my TED Talk and then talking more, but really, really thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Thank you. Bye.